0: The size of your vision determines the size of your life. Do you agree with this and what is the difference between a fantasy and a vision? This is a very important question and both parts play a key role in happiness, success, fulfillment and longevity. I tread carefully in the answer. When we define nature we do so at our own risk. We, our ego, can easily declare that we know more than nature, a better way of living than following the laws of nature, and, temporarily we can be 100% right everything in nature has a purpose and, whether we like seeing the cheetah eat a deer, or a shark devour a human, everything in nature is true, 100% to its purpose. As are humans. Temporarily, humans can defy their purpose. For example being righteous. You might go to work and hate, dislike or criticize your boss, that's defying nature. You are, in this moment, being self-righteous, and missing the call of nature to evolve we easily slot into the very humanistic state of emotional reaction to life. Like trying to preserve a marriage that's dead or trying to live without exercise while being addicted to work. But these actions defy your purpose, defy nature and are a waste of life. Nature is the most powerful recycling plant in the world. If you think the local sewage treatment plant is huge, think pimple on the elephant's bum in comparison to nature. Anything that is not fulfilling its purpose in nature gets recycled. Humans included. Evolution is just one part of being on purpose. If love is evolved and criticism, emotion and reactions are not. One can easily say that a barometer of your alignment with nature is love. But that love is not woozy smoochy hoochie coochie love snuggled in bed and cuddling each other like koalas on a tree. It's unconditional love. Feels similar but it's very different. But evolution is just one of nature's metrics. Purpose also includes delivery of a function. If you are born to do something best you do it. So evolution in nature is not just a state of mind, it's an action. Every tree reaches for the sun, spits out oxygen, sucks up water, and converts CO2. The growth rings of the tree prove it. If one day a tree stops and says, FRK it, I no longer want to be a tree, I'm sick of it, I don't want to compete for resources anymore, I don't want to contribute O2, to the air, I think I'll just seek pleasure. Then, like a human, the tree is recycled and becomes the fertilizer from which the next green thing grows. In nature, everything belongs to the laws. Nature destroys anything, and anyone who is not fulfilling its purpose to create a new one, call this life and death, greater in consciousness, less in number. Take corporate automation as a perfect example of business being on track with the evolution, and purpose-principled. Corporate is robotizing, the robot systems are greater in consciousness than the people they replace, and less in number. It means the people who remain working in corporate after the robots have eliminated 50% of technical jobs, will be greater in consciousness and less in number than their predecessors. There's no choice. It's why China can make stuff cheap. And why Telstra will have half the number of employees it has now in three years. The world is evolving, people are more conscious. Our mobile phones are smarter, greater in consciousness and in so becoming, reduce the number of devices we need, less in number. So… Although we would love to save the whales, their time as big slow monsters is ticking away too. Nothing survives the evolution and purpose of existence, nature's law. So, it is not surprising to see that people who fight these laws by their own memes and choices, become sick, depressed, unemployed, single, mentally unhealthy, violent, self-harming and deliver a package of this garbage of nature's rejection to their children. Evolution is the solution. I have watched men and women hide in the shadow of their partner for a lifetime and experience hell on earth. I've watched people shrink into a tiny bubble of their former self as they hold on to a self-created belief that they have no value to nature or the universe, let alone the world. I have watched people waiting for the world to recognize them and their contribution and die waiting. Nature is a cruel bitch. She takes no prisoners. We, with our free will can hold on to the train from the outside at the station, but we can never stop at leaving the platform. We are part of nature there is no fighting it. What happens to a person when their vision shrinks? Nature kicks ours. They start to focus on the here and now, pleasure rises, they start to buy toys or seek gratification as a motivation for life and work and they seek the shortest fastest possible route to it. And the marketing companies know this, so there's plenty of toys, foods, activities, games, and holiday destinations to support it. But if in so doing, the individual loses purpose, and stops themselves from unlearning, they get worse from feeling better. Getting worse from feeling better. When vision shrinks to the day we are and hoping that today is good we become what is called, short-term gratification-seeking insects, we are functioning in the gift of a human body with the mindset of a mosquito. We might as a result complain about the consequences of this short-term gratification-seeking insect proposition, but we are the cause of it because we do not have the courage to think beyond the small world of approval and pleasure. The punishment nature meters out is really harsh, and as they meter out this punishment, the individual will cry out that they have been hurt and done an injustice. But it is not an injustice. We get treated as we treat ourselves, and if we shrink into the mindset of a monkey, we cannot expect anything else but the gratification monkey deserves. At the top end of human visionary process is not an illusion or a deluded sense of self, but a purpose greater than self that humbles us and lets us understand that the backstory of our life, which means all the hardships and struggles we have endured are a blessing when considered against the front story of our life, our vision and purpose. Let me be quite personal. My three children don't associate with me, I have ex-wives who are not all that enamored with the breakup, my mother died when I was just three, I have lost, and one single event, nearly $57 million, I have bought and sold a significant number of businesses and embarked on an international speaking program that was, extremely taxing on my well-being. I have trained for the Olympic Games and missed and spent an enormous amount of money exploring the Himalayas with little or no return. If we look at this in the cold light of day it is the backstory of my life and it would seem to be disappointing. But it's not. Why? Because I have a purpose, vision, a front story that is big enough to make all the backstory a blessing. For example, if I had not been beaten harshly between the age of 5 and 13 with belts and fists, I would not have the strength to stand and deliver the work that I do in the face of a huge resistance from organized religion. For example, if I had not gone through the emotional blackness of my divorce and my three children, I would not have gone exploring in the east of the world the science of soul and the deep power of understanding universal laws of nature. Every single thing in my backstory only makes sense because of the front story being strong enough and true enough to draw a blessing from every catastrophe. But I don't call those things catastrophes I call those things blessings that crafted my superpower. When I endeavor to help an individual create a vision and I see that their imagination is constrained by money, I see that the possibilities of the future have been stamped out and only the reality of the day remains, so they feel small and seek approval of a spouse in order to share or own that future, I understand the wrath of nature that will befall that person. But most importantly, the solution is simple, to move from fantasy to vision. A vision that sits on paper but is isolated from the process that manifests it is similar to masturbation. Feels great but it's not ever going to replace the real thing. A vision statement is just a step in the process of vision creation. The vision process, manifestation is beyond fantasy. Purpose plus. Thought plus. Vision plus. Affirmation, words of power, plus. Feeling plus. Writing in space and time plus, goals persistent action with energy on plus. Matter plus. Thankfulness plus. Equals vision slash inspiration slash purpose equals manifestation. Here's a file I used to share pre the invention of the wheel. The language might be a bit floaty for you but the content is spot on to say, just a vision statement and a few days dreaming about it, does not line you up with nature's law. Enjoy the download and if you are listening to this on audio no it won't download to your phone automatically, am not evolved enough to make that happen yet, you'll need to go over to the innerwealth.com web, find the blog and search for this post titled 20 questions in 30 days, question number 10. Enjoy and evolve. With spirit. Chris. Manifestation formula. Download.